everybody, welcome back. I hope that you're finding these episodes informative and beneficial to you. We're continuing with another episode that is the recommendation or suggestion of topics sent in by you guys. So thank you for each of you who have sent in something stating a, a topic or a recommendation that you would like me to cover. So with that, and without further ado, let's get into round seven of the tactical transition tips. For this episode, I'm going to be addressing items related to being your own boss. So for the close range tip, you need to have a success mindset. Medium range, secure your capital. And long range, keeping the drive alive. When it comes to being your own boss, do you really want this? Is it something you really put a lot of thought into? Or is it simply you're just frustrated with your current position or assignment and you're thinking that, well, if I'm just my own boss, I can make all the rules and everything's going to be great. I'm not saying that it won't, but you really need to have that internal conversation with yourself and determine, are you doing this or do you have a desire to be your own boss because you really want to start and create a company that's going to grow? Or are you simply frustrated with where you're currently at and you're thinking that maybe if I go my own business route, everything will be fine? Something you really need to think about. Do you have the personality to own your own business? It's often oversaid, but the customer is, for the most part, always right. And if that's not your mindset in that you want to give the best product and make your customers happy, if you're somebody who's easily frustrated with others, easily frustrated with having to work with other um, teams, distributors, people that are going to impact your ability to do your business? Do you have the, the emotional intelligence to work with them, work with delays, work with holdups? We just came out of COVID. Look at how many businesses got completely shut down because their distributors couldn't get them product. Do you have the ability to operate under limited production capability? Or are you... Or is your idea for what business you want to run entirely dependent on outside resources providing you with the product? Things you need to think about. Is it possible for those of you who aren't in a position where this is your right now, you've got some years ahead of you in your current assignment, your current occupation, that maybe you can get this business up and going and see how it does, if you've got that capability, you've got the, the resources, then I would say try getting it going today and see if this is something that, one, you really want to do, but more importantly, is this business something that is going to succeed? I would tell you, you know, I, especially knowing from the, the law enforcement side of the house, Many of us have talked about this, and, and I'm sure 
I'm, I'm not preaching, or I'm sure uh, I'm not speaking on deaf ears here. We probably all talked about how cool it would be to own a bar or a restaurant or, or something like that where we could hang out with our customers. And, and I, I'm sure each of you's got something similar. You know, will your company or will your agency allow you to own a business like that? Can you legally be involved with the sale of alcohol and still be a police officer or a first responder of any type? Can your work schedule, if you're in the military, can your deployments allow you to keep this business operational while you're gone? Something to think about. So, yes, start it now if you've got the opportunity, but is starting it now what's truly best for you? And do you really have the time, the resources, and the bandwidth to get a business up and running and keep it going until you make your actual transition. Something else to think about is make sure you get permission. Having a business is not something where you want to kind of operate in the, I'll beg for forgiveness later, because it could really put you in an awkward bind if something happened as a business owner that then had an ancillary impact on your current career. So get permission first and just avoid that roadblock or that hurdle. So for the close range group, you need to build in or need to go into this with a success mindset. If you're in a position where your transition is right around the corner, you don't already have this business up and running to even know if it can be successful, then you need to put it in your mind right now that you are going to succeed. With that, though, it's not going to be easy. I don't know of anybody who's started a business that hasn't had trials and tribulations in getting it going. So don't think that it's just going to be candy and roses getting this business going. You're going to have some struggles. So have a success mindset, but also understand that it's probably not going to be a smooth sailing venture. The other thing is, going back to like in my opening, is this something you really want to do? And if it truly is something you really want to do, have you sat down and mapped out a plan for this? Because if you haven't, then that's the first thing you need to do, is you basically need to develop your business plan. The, the most, I mean, if you haven't gotten into building out a business plan, it, it addresses everything from how the business will operate you know, where it's going to operate to how many employees are going to be needed. What's the product that's going to be produced? All of these things so that if you're looking to, to for an investor, they will be able to see your overall vision for your uh, company. Now, if you're going to fund this yourself, you don't necessarily have to have a business plan. I would still recommend you developing one so that you're, you take the time to look at every possible scenario of what might occur in getting a business off the ground. But the one thing I want you to think about most importantly, what is it going to cost to get this business up and going and to make it a functional business that has the ability to generate some income for you? It's one thing to have the idea. It's another thing to actually implement that idea by 
knowing and developing a plan of how you're going to attack this scenario and what are all of the pieces that you're going to need to put on this chessboard to make your business run and not just run, but be something that is marketable, that is going to generate you some income, that is going to hopefully generate you more positives than negatives. And kind of taking the mindset of, well, I'll learn as I go, could really open you up and put you in some some real significant binds. So if you got to, you know, obviously I'm talking to the people whose transition is coming quickly. You don't have a lot of time on your hands, but that doesn't negate your need to develop a, a legitimate plan or, or, or a viable plan to make this business run. Do you know if you're planning to do a partnership? Or is this something that you and some friends are going to get into? Is it going to be just you by yourself? Is it you with your spouse? Do you want to operate as a sole proprietor? Do you want to op or do you want to file and get an LLC for that protection? There are a lot of things to think about in getting a business up and going and in this little episode, I'm definitely not going to be able to answer all of those questions. So there are going to be some tax implications. Talk to your tax person. Does your tax person, if you have the the idea of going down the route of a partnership or an LLC or something like that, separate from a sole proprietorship, anything other than a sole proprietorship, will your current tax person even handle that? Or will you need to talk to and get the help of a specific tax person? Something else you need to think about. Understand this. You may have the perfect idea and you you may have the perfect plan and everything is going to to go smoothly, but it's still going to take time to generate money. It's still going to take time for you to find clients and build the business to where whatever your goal for this business is, it achieves it. And so if one of the biggest hurdles is you need equal money to what you're making today or a a specific amount of money right away, then you may not get that. And so just because you're not getting that money right away, it may come in six months, it may come in a year, it may come in five years. But will you make enough to survive until you can get to that point? Do you have the resources to carry you through this startup period? Because if you can't, and that's not an option for you, then maybe what your plan right now is, is to keep developing your business plan, but maybe go find a job and either secure funding to start your own business, save the funding to start your own business, or look at potentially are you in the right business with the right partners? So there's a, there's a lot to be thinking about right now. And and simply just because it's a knee jerk of, I don't want to do what I'm doing right now anymore and I want to go be my own boss, that's not enough of a plan. If you've already been thinking about it, you've got an idea of what you want to produce, what you want to create, what you, what services you want to offer, then go for it. And go in with it with the that success mindset that you're not going to fail. But just understand that it more than likely 
is not going to be immediately successful and making you, and I'm not going to put a dollar amount because I don't know what each of you is thinking about as a, as a, what you need to make, but just understand it's probably not going to make that kind of money right off the get-go. My medium range group, since I just was talking about money, you've got three to five years to secure your capital. Start thinking about what the financial impact is going to be to get your business off the ground. Are you planning on funding it all yourself? Do you want to take on partners? Do you want to give up or or sell off a portion of the control of the company for the benefit of not having to put out as much of your own money? Those kind of things you need to be thinking about. And there are investors out there. There are I'm learning this as I'm developing into my own business. There are people out there that are looking to invest money, but it doesn't come without strings. They're going to want something for their investment. It may simply just be a return on their investment of a certain dollar amount. But if any of you have watched Shark Tank, sometimes it also comes with the stipulation of, we also want a percentage of the long-term growth of your company. So if that's something that you're comfortable with, in turn, by not having to put up as much of your own capital, then then start working towards that path. If your desire is to be 100% on your own or 100% within a very small group of people and you're going to all be equal partners and you don't want any outside assistance, then then put those plans in place. But you've got to, three to five years, start working on securing that capital. I've mentioned this previously, but yes, you really need to, if you've never sat down and developed a business plan or a proof of concept for your company, start doing it. Start taking the time to really ferret out all of the nuances of starting a business creating an entity that's not currently there. And you'll find that when you seek input on creating a business plan, talk to other people who have, who have written them, who have put them together, who have drafted them, whatever you want to call it, you'll find that there's probably a lot of areas of being a business owner that you're not even, not, and it's not even a matter of you're not thinking of it because you can't think of it because you don't even realize that it's something you need to think about. And, you know, insurances, licenses, all of that stuff that I, I think most of us probably don't even really think about that when we're thinking about, oh, I'd like to start a business. So put a business plan together. Even if you're going to operate as a sole proprietor and you don't plan to have any outside assistance, still put a business plan together so that you're accurately planning for all of the little pieces of that puzzle for when you actually do step off to do it. With that, do research. Are you going to operate this business in the geographic area that you're in right now? Or are you planning on starting this along with a relocation to a new geographic area? Well, now you're adding in a, an, a, an external or an additional hindrance. And I say that as a hindrance because 
If you're not completely familiar with the new area that you're going to move to, that's going to open up a Pandora's box of potential regulations, additional licenses, who knows? So figure out where you want to operate this business. Wherever it's going to operate, now start doing the ancillary research. Are you one of one business in this area or are you one of a thousand similar businesses in this area? And if simply because there's other businesses like what you want to start shouldn't mean that you can't start your business. There's a McDonald's on every corner as as well as a, a Carl's Jr. or a Burger King or whatever brand is in your area. They all sell hamburgers. So now you have to say to yourself, okay, if I'm one of multiple similar businesses in a geographic area, what's going to be your piece that's going to set you apart from the others? Or do you have an idea for a service or a product that you want to operate in a certain geographic area? Does that geographic area even support it? So I'm trying to think of, a, of an example. The only thing that kind of comes to mind right now would be somebody who wants to operate in an agricultural environment but doesn't live in an agricultural area. Say you've got a desire to be a, 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 a horse veterinarian. I'm just throwing that out there. But you live in the middle of the city and your nearest horse client would be an hour and a half drive. Is that viable for you as a second career? Do you want to be spending your life on the road? So really look at where you want to operate your business. Look at the service that you want to provide. And if you are the anomaly, then great. Maybe you'll have an immediate market saturation because you're the only one or one of very few providing that service. But if you're one of many, then start thinking about what you're going to provide, what your company is going to do just a little bit different or a little bit better than the next guy. The other thing to think about is how much time do you want to invest doing the job? Do you have this idea of having a business with multiple employees working for you and you just sit back and and reap the rewards, that's great. But are you in a position to pay for that on the front end? Because you're going to have to pay for employees. You're not going to be able to put as much money in your pocket because you're paying for all of these ancillary pieces. But what that's allowing you to do is the freedom to not be tied to the business every day. You know, you can be in in essence, running your business remotely. But will you have a team in place that you have faith in, that you have confidence in, that understands your vision for what this company needs to be? So I would say that think about the scalability of your your business idea. Is this something that, yeah, maybe the first year or two, you have to put in a lot of time but you can grow it and grow your team that's working for you to where you can then pull yourself back and the company can continue to grow with your leadership, but more off of the work that your team is doing. So think about that scalability. I, I, I can't imagine that any of us think about our second life and then think about wanting to work 
70 and 80 hours a week. Maybe you do. Maybe that's what you want to do. Maybe you want to have that business where you're there all the time. If that's what works for you, then great, go for it. But I think most of us are probably thinking about something that we can do on, and I'll use the word scalability again, but scalable in both directions. Scalable in the sense that the business can grow and prosper and make you money and, and continue to make you money while you scale back and maybe have less of a, a direct day-to-day involvement. Um, just something to think about, though. Long range, keeping the drive alive. And what I mean by that is, is today the right time to make the decision that you want to be your own boss? If you're 10 years or more from your transition, do you think that what you might want to do today or a business that you have an idea to do today is what you're going to want to do in 10 or 15 years? I'll go back to when I, you know, we opened up this episode and if it's something you can start today and start getting your feet wet and seeing if that it, that it's going to work for you, that if you're going to like it, if it's something that can grow, then great. But if it's something where you don't have that opportunity or the assignments you're in don't afford you the ability to get this business going now, then yes, you can do everything that I've previously suggested. You can start doing your business plan. You can start securing your funding. You can get all of these pieces in place, but then it comes back down to, or it comes back around to you. You put everything in place today. Even if you took a year to put everything in place, 10 years from now, is that what you're still going to want to do? So something you need to really be thinking about. Is this a business that, and where I previously mentioned scalability, what are, where I'm going with now is can this business evolve? Is this an idea that you see as a need today, but is the need going to be there in 10 years? For instance, um, I don't know what the future of or the growth of electric vehicles. And I'm not trying to turn this into a, a conversation on you know, whether you're pro or against electric. I'm just saying, if you are thinking about wanting to be an auto mechanic today, well, are gas combustion engines where you're going to focus your effort or are you going to start thinking about electric vehicles or are you going to start thinking about other options? And if you did want to focus on gas combustion vehicles, are they going to be an option in 10 years? Maybe 10 years they won't be completely... Um, worked out of the of our system but will they be there in 20 years so what i'm saying is and i'm using I'm, I'm using an extreme example but what i'm saying is think about today the business idea that you have is this a business idea that only remains viable today or for the very short future and then when it comes time for you to actually implement this business a decade or more down the road is the need going to still be there for that business. If you feel that it can evolve, then make sure your dream and your plan for this business continues to evolve over the time until you're ready to start it. If you sit down though and truly have that conversation with yourself and go, well, maybe this doesn't have the legs to, to last, then maybe it's time to think of another business.
along those same lines, the other benefit that you can do for yourself right now is continue to make yourself better. Whatever idea you have for a business, I would imagine that it's based around something that you're very comfortable in your skill set or your abilities to do this profession. That being said, how you are today is not your best in the sense that you can always learn something more. You can always learn to produce the product, provide the service in a manner that is a little bit better. So if your business plan is solid, if your your idea for your company is 100% solid, if in your heart you believe that this is what you're going to want to do in 10 or 15 years from now, then continue to improve on yourself. Get as much training experience. Talk to as many other business owners that you can and gather that intelligence, that knowledge to make you a better business owner when it comes time to pull the, you know, to open the door, so to speak, to this business. So in closing, I firmly believe this, that being your own boss is a great idea, but do it because you truly want to do whatever company it is that you have a desire to do. Don't do it simply because you're at a point right now where you're frustrated with what work you're doing. Don't do it right now because maybe, you know, you're you're thinking to yourself that I'm tired of being told what to do. Because I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but even if you're the business owner, there's still going to be people telling you what to do. There's still going to be companies that are going to send you a nice little piece of paper or maybe an email each month saying, you owe me X. You're responsible to them. So, yes, you make more of the decisions within your entity, within your business, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to have people to answer to. If anything, you're now going to have to be answering to every single person that walks through that door and says they want to do business with you. Starting a business, growing a business is tough. I've got a very limited experience with it. Obviously, I've grown this podcast. Obviously, I'm putting pieces in place to start my own company now and and grow that company. But it's not, you don't have to look far to find examples of successful business people who had as many stumbles as they had leaps. So, Don't think that simply putting the perfect business plan in place, having the perfect idea, having a geographic area where you have little to no competition is going to guarantee success because it's still going to be hinged upon what you put of yourself into this business to make it succeed. Stay true to your vision. Whatever you want to do, if you if in your heart you believe that this is going to be a viable business, then stick with it. But be open to critique and be open to advice on what might not be working. Don't bury your head in the sand and think that I came up with this idea, this idea is going to work, and I don't need to make any corrections or any changes. I wish you the best if that happens. But Be open to if you're hitting some hurdles, if you're hitting some obstacles, that maybe you reevaluate your plan and it's not simply what's going on outside of your control. 
Don't let the fear of failure prevent you from trying. This is probably the, the, the greatest thing you can do is come up with an idea and put it into fruition and succeed at it. But we can also overthink the woulda, coulda, shouldas. It may fail. It may not fail. You won't know unless you try. Now, if it's going to fail because your research shows that maybe this isn't a good business for this area, but I still want to try it, then you you got a little less of an argument of, you know, man, it failed. Whereas if you put your heart into it, you do all the right research, you do everything in your power, and you go into it objectively with the mindset that it's going to succeed, it might still fail. Or it might not succeed as rapidly as you want it to, but don't let the fear that it might not prevent you from doing it. I close every episode with this. If you've got a topic that you would like me to address, please reach out to me, let me know. If you can share the podcast with anybody who you feel might benefit from listening to it, I greatly appreciate it. And as always, thanks for taking the time to listen.